You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, me head? This is your boy, Omega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. And today, we're talking to a very, very talented individual. I mean, homie was a senior visual development artist at Marvel. I mean, he's one of Baby Goose daddies, if you will, right? MCU, Loki, and a whole bunch of other stuff. But right now, homie's the creative director at Dolphin Entertainment. I mean, he's killing it. Amazing artist, amazing designer, all the way from the Philippines, I believe. But we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. The one, the only, the legend, Anthony Francisco. Epa, how you doing, kiddo? <laughs> Thanks for having me, man. That's a great intro. <laughs> ah, man, well, you rock, bro. You, you've been yeah. killing it in the business for years. You ain't no new jack, you know, but, but it's <laughs> nice to see. A, a, a nice uh, story like yours, you know, a, a, a person that, that, that you know, normally doesn't get a spotlight, but yet has had his hands everywhere. My God, Anthony, what the hell haven't you touched? Yeah. Woo! It's been so, crazy. Yeah, man, you, it's been a wonderful journey, and I'm glad that we're going to be able to share that today on the Comic Crusaders podcast. So with that, origin story time, Anthony, <laughs> where did you hail from? Where were you raised? And what was your first taste of fandom, whether it was comics, TV, whatever it was? What got you hooked like a fish? Oh, man. I was still in the Philippines. You know, that's where I, I was born. I grew up till I was 16, 17 years old, and then I came here. But the first time, I think I was four or five when I first saw my first Marvel comic book, you know, Incredible Hulk, uh, Man-Thing, uh, and, uh, and the X-Men. Pretty much, and after that, I was like, I wanted to do comic books. That's all I wanted. Uh, I didn't know about film yet, but when I when I watched Alien, Aliens, um, you know, Back to the Future, that's where, it, okay, maybe it's film. Oh, I can't hear you. I'm sorry. So right. you know, being that you're a young a young kid out there in the Philippines, I mean, how vast if at all, was the comic book market, being that you're falling in love with comic book properties? Did you have good access or were you limited? How was that? Well, uh, luckily for me, uh, my, uh, you know, my, my family, they, they like comics. My, my grandfather, I think, I was told, my Lolo, we call, we call that in Tagalog. Hey, Lolo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he loves collecting comics on my dad's side. Um, okay. He, let, you know, legend has it, that he said he used to have Batman number one. You, yeah, you know, know what? And, my father says the same shit too. I'm yeah, like, why did yeah. you keep it? <laughs> yeah, why did you keep it? Oh, uh, my Lola had a good, uh, good story because in the Philippines it would it would flood all the time, and he had okay. his comic books in the basement area, and that all flooded. Right. I'm like, oh, are you sure? Or maybe one of my cousins has it. Knowing know. that you have, knowing that you flood. How dare you put that in the basement, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's not <laughs> a good story. There. Oh man! But That's yeah, and, and I was lucky enough that uh, we had a comic book store that's called Phil Bars in the Philippines that 
uh, I would be able to walk to. Another friend, a uh, close friend of mine, uh, Luigi, uh, introduced me to that comic book store. But the funny thing is, it wasn't a comic book store, really. It was clothing. They, they sold clothes, and they had a little section of comic books. Oh, no way, man. Yeah. Hey, at least yeah. you were looking fly and then getting your comic books, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like <laughs> one of those places you buy it before they even go out into the public. Okay. So it was pretty fun uh, seeing that. But that little comic stand that they had turned into the whole store because it just grew and grew, and they weren't making as much money. No, they, they kept seeing Anthony come, like, oh, he likes spending money yeah. here, so let, let's get more. <laughs> just read it without paying. Just you know, they, they Oh, you were one of those hiding in a corner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, were, we, were, we didn't have that much money um, growing up in the Philippines, so it's funny because I don't have much toys, and the comics gave me my imagination. Yeah. And then what I would do is I would cut out, I'd draw the characters on pieces of paper, and I would cut them out and then just play them like little action figures. That's how <laughs> really? I Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> you see, folks, my imagination, it takes you to many, many places. So growing up there, did you have a tribe of friends that liked what you like, or were you kind of alone as a kid with uh, your nerddom? I would say in the at school, at school, how much of us, yeah, because sometimes I still remember this one girl had a crush on me, and I think she's also a little bit tall. I'm not that tall, so she's taller. Than me. <laughs> and then she would be like asking other people, "Why does he like comic books? Isn't that like for kids or something?" It sounds like she couldn't get with me because I like comic books or something. As much like. as she liked it, I was like, "Oh my god, no! He's too much of a geek for me." <laughs> yes, too much of a geek. Uh, but at school itself, um, I think uh, actually no, I don't remember people liking the same stuff. Um, maybe okay. there's just like ten of us or something through the whole school or something like that. Or some people were just hiding it because they didn't want to be uh, <laughs> ruin their nerd credit, that. right? They're, yeah, they're cool they're, credits. Yeah. Cool I'm credit. too cool for this. Oh, man. <laughs> and now look at it. If you love this stuff, you're like the most popular person in school. Isn't yeah, who would have thought? Like I make more money than you know the Valley Victorian that that was I, I don't know. I'm hey, I'm sure you do. You better hit that motherfucker up. Hey, you call me a nerd, I could buy you ten times over, you bastard. Yeah. yeah. It's like my love for comic books became my job. It's it's funny how it cycles around like that. And um and and the comic books doesn't just mean superheroes, it's just like you said, the creativeness. I, I got into Dungeon yeah. Dragons. Film, like film stuff is, is cool, but when you Think about it. That's also just the same as storytelling. It yeah. could also be nerdy, right? Star Wars, you know, like, uh, and and Back to the Future and that kind of stuff um, wasn't seen as as nerdy, but it, it's the same thing, you know. So when you talk about film, because you mentioned that already like twice, you know, what's your jam? What is your jam? What was the first movie you fell <laughs> in love with? Oh man, I love I love like horror films, you know, uh, sci-fi and. But the first, the first one has a mixture of both, which it really scared me when I was younger. But I recall that being my first theater experience uh, was um, uh, Clash of the Titans, nineteen. Uh, uh, the, the first one, nineteen seventy. You saw it in the theaters? Yeah, I saw that. I'm in the jealous. Yeah. I'm not allowed to see that in the theater. I wish. That's cool. Love yeah, that movie. I, I think it came to the Philippines a little later. Not quite. Uh, when it showed, maybe. Oh, you had it the matinee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so that one, I think that was uh, one that really 
Jason the Argonauts. I think that's another one. Most of that Ray Harry House and stuff. I, I mean, he was, he, but he, that, that's that's a boss. That's a legend right there. Yeah, son. the legend. Yeah, For I wish real. I get to meet him someday. <laughs> you know what? Well, yeah, well, we all will one day eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. Oh, I just remember now because uh, we're talking about you know the movies that are so memorable. I remember the first time coming to the United States and and finally living here. You know, our petition went through it. I almost didn't even make it because if you really? reach like I think twenty one. Yeah, because I was like 17, you know, 17, right? And and I thought maybe when I'm 18, uh, my petition will work. But I think it was 21, really. Okay. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I wasn't here that long. Um, one of my friends, uh, I used to work at Costco. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of my friends there, he uh, he he showed me, like, the ropes, you know. Um, this, uh, he, he would bring me to his neighbor. He's a, uh, he also is a film buff, right? Okay. And he brought me to watch uh, 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 um, Jurassic Park, the first one. All That's right. I remember yeah, in the theaters. Like, wow, this is amazing. No, <laughs> I really want to go to that. Um, and then I saw the artwork of Crash McQuarrie for that. And that's when I started, like, uh, understanding and, and trying to delve more deeply into what I could okay. do for art in the industry. Okay, so you didn't take this creative stuff until you got here, or you're already being creative when you were back home? Oh, I was already drawing since I was four, five. Gotcha. Yeah, but when did you know it was serious, though? When did you know, like, I really, really want to do this for the rest oh, of my man. life? I I think I've always known I wanted to be an artist for the rest of my life. It, it was not a, a difficult decision, but forces outside say don't do that because... <laughs> of course listen man i mean filipino families are the same as latino families i've been around filipinos let me tell you yeah, they're like, yeah that's bullshit job that's bullshit job hey. yeah no, no it's no, not no. Yo. you don't have no idea <laughs> stop talking about what you don't know about <laughs> yeah I, and the hard part was i had no idea until i'm just like comic books i didn't know you know when i was growing up with during that time of jim lee right one of my favorite Artist, uh, uh, oh, and I was, met him at New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I approached, uh, I approached him in the most funniest way. Cause instead of being a fanboy, he was wearing an L.A. hat. And my, yeah. come on, but you're in New York? So I go up to <laughs> I, I just went up to him. I was like, yo, hey, yo, why would you wear an L.A. hat in New York? You're a very brave man. He just looks at me like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good way to break the ice for sure. Yeah, he, oh, hell yeah. you know, he, he's he's a good guy. Uh, and And I... I totally get inspired about his, in his stuff in, in the, uh, the, his run on X-Men. But that time, I didn't know that that was like the height of comic book artists and colorists and inkers making so much money. Well, yeah. I have another rock star. That was the rock, rock star movement yeah. in comics. What? <laughs> Man, hearing these stories. And I didn't know that in the Philippines. You know, I didn't know that. I could have been saying that to my parents. Like, you know, yeah. these guys made $300,000. Look at them, Lee. Look at Rob. Yeah. Look at Todd. <laughs> yeah, Todd McFarlane. Look, Rob McFarlane is an underwear model. Don't you want to see me as an underwear model in New York? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make that residual uh, money. And and just creating stuff. I mean, creating characters, you know, that's kind of like what's, you know, what I ended up doing at Marvel. But uh, the, yeah, talk the about side, that. He just drops that on the side, folks. He's like, yeah, what I, <laughs> I did that more. So, talk, all right, so let's talk about that journey. I mean, how did you go from this kid in the Philippines just starting out 
and then landing an opportunity that you did at Marvel and then being so involved in the creation of so many iconic characters now. Man, uh, yeah, let's see. How does the journey uh, <laughs> to uh, to Endgame happen? You know, it's like, uh, but yeah, it was it was it was long. I mean, I've been doing concept art for about I think it's twenty three years now. Oh damn! Um, yeah, so nine of those years have been at Marvel Studios. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was like in twenty twelve was when I got there. But before that, I was already working on s- films like you know Men in Black two. Um, Whoa, how did you, wait a minute how the hell did you even get involved <laughs> look at this guy he's like yeah i did this like, wait a minute how did, all right i always like to know how did you how did you get the opportunity how did that even happen because again you're talking about the film ministry here in the u.s and then you're in the yeah. philippines you only here a short time unless you you came here like red tornado and just tore it up <laughs> well well okay okay from the beginning i guess we could go <laughs> in more detail i mean I, I have some time uh if you have some time i mean <laughs> talk a little bit more um, okay, so from the Philippines, I got here around 98, 98, um, and, and there was, you know, in between that, going to the Navy, I went to the Navy for a couple of years. Oh, well, thank you for your service, yeah. bro. There you oh, go. Thank you so much. I mean, I was a problem child in there because I'm <laughs> so I just want to draw, I was, uh, I'm even developing some shows based on my life in the Navy, um, okay. you know, how creativity sometimes, it's hard to, to do that when you're in a in a situation where it's very difficult because I was like seasick. So it was oh, kind of hard. So I ma- my imagination. <laughs> yeah, He's a Navy like, guy that gets seasick. Look at this shit. Yeah. How <laughs> would you know that, right? I, it's like, I'm this tough guy. You know, I, I do, uh, I also do jujitsu. So that's kind of what helps me not get bullied around so much. But tough, you know, I'm tough. Yeah. I'm just 5'3. That's why Wolverine is my favorite character. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Long live yeah. the shorties, bro. Hey, bro, I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. I'm only 5'7". I ain't that tall by, by, yeah. by standards, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so you're like, right? You're rough, rugged, raw. You're just like, you're like Wolverine. And, um, but, uh, uh, but, but in spite of the toughness, I thought I was so tough. When my ship went out into sea, I was like, wait a second. Why am I feeling this thing? Yeah, it was it was tough. It was hey guys, hold my hair back. I gotta throw up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, sometimes I just want to jump in the ocean, just end it. You know, it's like that's how bad sometimes it got. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got BTD and say, "Howdy, fellow Atrivians." Hey, Atrivians. Wepa. That's your uh, family. Oh that's really? Trivian. Hey. Oh, oh, we're gonna get into <laughs> that. So go to your story, then we're gonna find out what the hell is an Atrivian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well. Again, after the Navy, I, I came back to L.A. That was around like 96, 97. Right. And that's when I, you know, started uh, putting together a portfolio for my work uh, to, to get into comic books first. But then I I, I also wanted to get into uh, Magic the Gathering. You know that card game, Magic the Gathering? Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, listen, I never got into the card games as much as I want to learn. Let me tell you, I have teammates that just want to beat my ass. <laughs> You That's why they want it. me to play. They they treat me like I'm Vince McMahon from the Attitude Era. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh man. If you have your friends like that, I designed. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> I forgot. Tezzeret the Seeker. So oh, really? Tezzeret the Seeker. They'll know who that is. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then you're Joe Josh. Let's do that one. All right. Let's go. You want to beat my ass so bad? Let's try. <laughs> try, boy. <laughs> Yeah, so from from there, so when I took some classes in this one school uh, that had a bunch of professionals in there, 
and and that How was did you even find out about that? Did you, did you know that was a good place, or was your own research? Um, I think I just saw a flyer, so I went to PCC, Pasadena City College, um, just to take some classes. These are the funny things, you know, like my mom go to school, you know, graduate, get a job, right? That's you know, but I already know what I wanted, just art. I don't need grades for art. You know, that's what I would say. I didn't know if that was true or not. All I know is that I could be my, get my portfolio. Big arguments, you know, sometimes like, um, uh, yeah, I gave them a hard time. But they didn't know. That's the problem. Oh, that's- yeah, listen. Yeah. I, I think we're around the same age group. And again, Latino, Filipino families, I think are very much alike in what, what they believe is professional careers. Yes. And when yes. you say the word comic anywhere, all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like the Jokoi one where, what? Yeah. You're a comedian? <laughs> we have <laughs> no comedians in our family. Yeah, you know? <laughs> oh, I love Jokoi, man. When he said that, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, but I don't like Mexicans. When he said Filipinos yeah. or the Asian Mexicans, I fucking died. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If you saw my dad, because oh, we have some, some Spanish so my dad does not look like he's Filipino. <laughs> it's like, oh, right. I always work, man. I love, I love my Filipino hentai, man, for real. Uh, and, yeah. and that's why I, I'm blessed to know someone like you now, because you, oh, you, yeah. you're making moves, bro. It's, it's beautiful <laughs> I, to I'm see trying. that to the world that, listen, man, you see, look at him from, from the Philippines and touching stuff. And we're going to get into Dolphin, but yeah. let's keep on the how, the, how the hell you even got into movies working on Men in Black, I mean. Will Smith didn't slap you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, met, I haven't even met him yet, but it's 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 from the you know it's it's from the entering the industry from the work not the workers side of stuff. But it's more like a special effects industry. I think that's that's how I got in uh, first because uh, during that time uh, there wasn't much creature designers, and I, I that's my first job. I was a creature designer, uh, but just just. Ooh. To even go before yeah. that, just because you were asking, because how do people uh, get into this? And yeah, you know, part of it, of course, I would say is mindset, right? You you should you, ha- you should have that visualization in your mind that this is where I want to go, and it's just kind of stop listening to the noise, right? It, it's easy. A lot of people say that, but then after that, what do you need to do to go to that? And yeah. the school, still school, right? But the school that I went to was more of a of a vocational school. The part that kids have to remember is when your parents say school, most of the time they think, oh, university, you know, which is fine too. You can go there too. You'll meet your friends. You'll meet your peers and people that will get into industry, but you have to make sure you're approachable and you're open for people wanting to you to be with them, to work with them. If you're an asshole, no one wants to work with you. And they'll exactly. never remember you for that. Plus, assholes mm-hmm. smell, so you don't want that either. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I can say that here, right? This is not. Uh, so. uh, this, this is not for children, all right? Yeah, yeah. yes. So what? And BT from Isabela, where Papa que sepa por el supremo. So, uh, um, so, uh, so yeah, so, so, so when you go to school, you have to make sure that you're checking who's the teachers there, if they if they vibe with your style, if the kind of stuff you want to do. And it turns out, you know, when I saw the flyer, uh, at that time, I wasn't thinking of being like, um, well, there's no Marvel back then. You know, I just, I didn't know exactly what I wanted. All I knew, I wanted to do illustrations for comic books or Magic the Gathering at that time. I didn't know what concept art was yet, you know, or creature design. I didn't know that until I came to this school. Uh, It's called Associates in Art. Nowadays, there's a lot online. Everyone, if you won't learn, if you 
can't learn online at this day and age. You know, it's like you're not searching enough, right? You're finished. Because you <laughs> yeah, <you're You're> fin- <laughs> everyone could learn art. Anytime, any age you are, you could get in somehow doing art. Um, I mean, nowadays you got AI. All you got to know is how to type. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, AI. Oh, man. We have a, such a big talk about that. At, uh, I was at Lightbox last, last week. Oh, you were at um, Lightbox? Man, that, yeah. that's a great show, man. Unfortunately, yeah, we were invited, but unfortunately, I didn't have someone that could make it. But but oh, how man. was it, man? And what was that conversation like about AI? Because I know that's a big thing amongst it's artists It's a big right deal, now. yeah. Right now, everyone's... Well, it's still so early to say if it's good or bad, right? But I was on a panel with uh, Carlo Ortiz, Boss Logic, and oh. uh, Loish. Some, like, really yeah. amazing names right there. Hey, you're um, silly. Look at this, bro. Look at hanging with the big boys, baby. Yeah. You're a big boy. There we go. Woo! Yes, sir. You know, I appreciate that, and I appreciate that everyone. This is how I know I'm older now. Is when younger kids would come up and say, "You're a legend," and like, "Wait a second, no, I'm not. I'm not that right? age yet. I'm not that yeah. old yet." Damn! Stop yeah, Don't let this great here fool you. It's just because I don't die them. <laughs> yes, this, this called stress. This called stress. Respect me, you know. <laughs> so, uh, me too, but it was much longer. I, I, I decided to shape it up a little bit because I'm, I'm going for a certain protrusion look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like oh, you're you're almost like an elder vampire. Well, but there you go. Don't let me let me start wearing red, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, yeah, yeah. That 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 discussion was really really interesting. We had a packed a room, and uh, just talking about how AI could be good or bad, maybe. But the part that I was uh, a little uh, worried about was the companies that were taking advantage of the artists, you know, yeah. copyright infringement, or uh, artists, uh, uh, I mean, prompt like prompt stars, we call them rock stars, but prompts like you, you yeah. type in music, <laughs> like, like like those would. Now, how much of it is art? How much of it is not? It's your creative well, idea, but is art just working on something for a while? But even doing prompts takes a while sometimes if you of do. Of course, but well, when yeah. you use someone's name while using those prompts in the style of. Now, now you're doing something, you know, that maybe is not right. <laughs> that is definitely the topic. See, that's so a you... discussion, right? That's a discussion. That's the discussion. It, it's not about the AI art. I mean, yeah, great if you could draw, but when you start using names in the style of Anthony, in the style of Jim, in the style of Todd, okay, now, now you, you know, you're doing something, you're using someone else's skill set without using their skill set. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, uh, other artists that have, that 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 are inspired by that art and they copy it, but they're they're drawing and they're still building a yeah. skill until until they get to a certain age where they they say, you know what, I, I don't need to that their their mentorship anymore, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, if you just prompt it, you don't you don't feel that hardship of catching that style. You yeah. just easily just get it. Um, and that that definitely is the topic. And the other topic is the companies that. Uh, 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 Take advantage of us training their AI without paying us. Oh yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. Because right? all of a sudden, okay, Anthony, uh, we don't need you no more. And, and all of a sudden, a week later, you're like, wait a minute, why does that look like I drew it, but I didn't? <laughs> right? Yeah, or like uh, I'm paying them so that I could use the AI. You know, right? I understand using it, but of course, when everyone's typing in names and 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 you're just building the the library of you know, their library without benefiting from it. 
Yeah. It's not fair. Again, again, it goes down creator rights, ownership, and all of that. I mean, it's AI, like you said, yes, we don't know the impact yet, but it looks like it's going leaning more towards the negative than the positive when it comes to creative individuals. Yeah, but for the people beginners, it's awesome. I mean, I enjoyed using it. It was very addicting, actually. It's very, it looked amazing. Some of the things people come out with, it looks so good. Um, and there are free AIs out there that you could use so that when it's free, I feel like that's fine, you know? Yeah. Um, and if it's your own story, if there's a story attached to it. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, so yeah, that was a good uh, yeah, three days. Coming, yeah, some... coming back to New York, I've been taught. I, I've met neighbors that are all about this life. He goes, I can't draw for shit, but I could type and look what I've created. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Damn, yeah, was... <laughs> that's you? Get out of here. Like shit. Yeah, uh, you, don't want, you don't want me to put my sick shit out there. Fuck the terrifier, bro. I'm going to be the mortifier. <laughs> the mortifier. <laughs> All right, yeah, so, I wish you got to go. You would love it. There's so many. Ah, uh, yeah, me too. too. Well, you know, I have more time on my hands. Maybe there's always next year, God willing, and you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get to hang out with Anthony and, and bullshit yeah. in person. So, talk, okay, so talk about the so you're doing movie stuff, and then you start stepping into Marvel and working on big shit too. I mean, how how do yeah. you keep going and skipping about working with such Man. major players in the game? I feel like you know, for people listening out there, sometimes your own mind limits you, right, to get to where you want to go. Uh, and I I know I, I got I got to doing art and it's something I really loved and you know I made money off that. But in the as as I evaluate myself eventually I realized I've always wanted to be a director, a writer, a creator, right? Even being a YouTuber at one point was was something I wanted to do just so I could be uh, self sufficient and independent. Of course. Uh, and I own my own IPs and stuff. Uh, so, um, but but in the beginning, of course, you have to have a resume, start a name for yourself. Um, the very first uh, show I worked on, you might know this, is Bubble Boy. Have you heard of Bubble Boy, the movie? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, he's like in a bubble. I don't know if you've seen that, but that's a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, you've seen that. Yeah. And then... Uh, 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 Men in Black 2, and then I even worked in Chronicles of Riddick. And oh, then, uh, I, I love fucking Chronicles. Bro. I love the yeah. Riddick movies, man. We need another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I worked on the uh, uh, Commander Vako character, the one with the hair that's like vanilla ice hair. So <laughs> I, gave, I gave him that. <laughs> I gave him that. Um, but yeah, and it's because I met a lot of people in that school that were professionals and they saw my potential and I worked for special effects shop uh, first. So I got in through the special effects uh, side of stuff and then from there built my uh, resume um, and, and and focusing uh, mainly on on um, on design because I, I, I could I could draw but I couldn't render as well yet. Yeah. Um, but once uh, Photoshop came into play and that's when it was like, okay, Photoshop. This is amazing. I don't have to steal any art materials anymore. Just kidding. I, I, I could just use the computer and, and I don't have to like buy acrylics or brush or paints anymore. Um, huh. but yeah, but from there, uh, from there I went to games. So do you play a lot of games? I, I played, um, I played, no, I did artwork for like uh, NCSoft's uh, Guild Wars. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, Guild Wars. And uh, Guild Wars, and um, and I also did some stuff for uh, uh, eventually Magic the Gathering, 
right? So you eventually yeah. got to to that magic. Yes, eventually. <laughs> it just took ten years. Uh, but uh, no, no, not ten years. Sorry, it was like uh, five years, I think, uh, after being in the industry. But from from the beginning to Marvel, I think I was in the industry for twelve years already um, before I got to Marvel. And and um, how I got to Marvel is because. When I started teaching, I met a lot of students that got really good, and one of them is the head of uh, visual development at Marvel Studios, Ryan Minerding. Uh, that was a student. <laughs> yeah, he was a student. Yeah. Uh, I taught a class with Kevin Chen uh, at Noman, and we both uh, taught this class, and that's how we met Ryan, and as well as uh, uh, Andy Park, who's an amazing... Uh, he Andy Park so humble. I didn't even know he did... Uh, uh, Tomb Raider before I met him. <laughs> but, oh, what? Oh, yeah. man. So you don't know nothing. Hey, what up, guy? He mentions nothing. <laughs> he mentions nothing until, because uh, he, he wanted to go into concept art um, that time. So he took our class. Uh, but but oh. we're all together now at Marvel with Jackson Zay as well, uh, a student of ours. And, uh, but they're so amazing. They're so good artists now. Um, and, amazing. And just, you know, we built, uh, we helped build the visuals for uh, the MCU. All right, so building stuff, I mean, talk about you designing stuff. How did you even feel like you're designing epic characters that have become so legendary now in, in, the, in the MCU movie-verse, if you will? Man, yeah. Uh, I it, it feels so great. It's just, I can't, no words, man. Like, when you see Baby Groot running in the opening <laughs> sequence of Guardians Where were you, like, though? Where were you Holy mentally crap. when you were building, putting together that baby group? I mean, where were you guys mentally setting this oh, up? Oh, um, well, you know, when I got into Marvel, the first film I worked on was Guardians of the Galaxy, right? And um, when people would say, oh, you're at Marvel now, and I'd say, yeah, I'm working at Guardians of the Galaxy, no one knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was, yeah, except uh-huh. for me, of course, because I was <laughs> into the comic books. I knew Charlie 27, and because, you know, Marvel Universe, uh, uh, the comic book Marvel Universe, where you have the their profile pictures and their storylines. So I would read through that. So I know about Guardians, uh, but people don't know about it. So sometimes some people were like a little worried about this new franchise. Okay. Uh, but I wasn't quite worried. Once I read the script and I was designing, you know, Groot first, the big Groot, uh, we were all designing it. Josh Herman actually came up with the final version of the adult Groot. Uh, okay. So when it was my chance to do Groot as a baby in the pot, I was like, uh, you know, I, it's exciting. But who would have known Baby Groot would be like huge like this? I I didn't know. Right. You know. Right. Apparently, yeah. you're the boss of designing babies because you go from Baby Groot <laughs> and amongst other things. I mean, bro, you you got your hands. What, what is it with you and baby designs? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it's my kids make me so happy because the the Baby Groot on on Gardens Two where he was running through. Yeah. The, that was I just saw my son running right. That's like based okay. off my kids uh, uh, when I designed that. Yeah, crazy. it's really close to my heart. And as well as Teen Groot and the next Groot, right? All, all those Groots. Now I've, I've I designed all of that. Now my it, son's that's like, Groot's daddy, folks. Right, movie <laughs> Groot daddy, right here. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, so, and you know, you should that, you should be Anthony Groot Francisco. Oh, oh man. <laughs> right. Maybe I should, Anthony, we are Groot. You know, right. all of us. <laughs> we are Groot. <laughs> yeah. He's a per- you know, 
baby groups of person of color too so you know yeah i know man when i heard that story that that is actually based on a puerto rican tree i'm like huh <laughs> i was like what that's crazy that's awesome a puerto rican tree yeah no yeah. no it's based on the, the filipino tree yeah. well really somebody said puerto rican everybody doing somebody's tree so long as yeah, we got yeah. the roots in there well that's all that matters you let them know oh, yeah. let them know they got the roots that's so funny yeah the tree's roots yeah that's all that matters. Everywhere. It's it's not just in the Philippines. Um, exactly. I love it. I love it, man. This is what's up. So I need we're to all you intertwined know. that way, right? We all got colonized at some point. In, in the... Well, I I know, guy, for real. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why they call you the 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 Asian or Mexican because Spain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Spain. Because all Spain... of your last names. Look at you, Anthony Francisco. Yeah. You would think some dude from the island somewhere from the Caribbean or something like. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's isn't that funny? Like, uh, it's hard to place with the Philippines. I've been researching stuff because uh, you're considered Hispanic when your country has been colonized by Spain, but mm-hmm. then we're Asian because some of it is like what what, and then we have a lot, of, you know, black people, you know, Africans, straight from Africa, yeah. like in there. So we're just like a big melting pot of stuff. Uh, Philippines but, is just another New York. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. so, so, yeah. as you, you know, you did your journey here at Marvel doing your thing. I don't want to take too much more for your time, but we need to talk yeah. about what's popping at Dolphin. I mean, what is Dolphin Entertainment? Oh, How did you yeah. become a creative director here? What's going on? What do we need to get hooked on next? Man, well, everyone like interested in NFTs and being able to own their, you know, own ideas within the Creature Chronicles universe. That's the next phase, uh-huh. right? BC says Filipinos are rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and to, you know, join, please, you know, everyone join our Discord because um, Creature Chronicles, it's it's uh, this idea that, that I presented to Dolphin and they like the, the multiverse aspect of it and maybe creating just different worlds and, and, and not only just creating it to, you know, make an original IP, do merchandising stuff, but also have a community where we could have other creators uh, um, contribute to the storyline, but also owning a piece, a piece of it, but also owning the IP themselves and just sharing with some kind of profit when when we sell the merchandise or something with Dolphin Entertainment. So God, that's how I Dolphin is a blockchain type of joint. You got the NFTs, you got other things involved. Oh, man. Well, no, Dolphin, uh, uh, so the way to explain it is the new technology blockchain Web3, Dolphin is a Web2 uh, company. They're, they're specialized okay. in so much, like, real-life stuff. Uh, uh, well, they, what One example would be, like, um, 42 West. That's part of the, the okay. company's uh, companies that the company is, yeah. is, is under. And they, they represent, like, famous directors like even even actors like tom cruise and uh, tom hanks and they you know helped with releasing um uh top gun um and and as as well as other uh tele they they do like tele telenovela type uh, shows um and um and they package different um series for like disney back in the day that's how they started uh, Bill O'Dowd, again, the CEO is amazing. He's a guy who I, I had a meeting with. This guy's seven feet tall. He's just so freaking tall. Like, may I stand on your desk as we chat, please? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. He 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 saw he saw uh, the potential in all my ideas. You know, they have first wonderful for my other shows that I'm building. You know, this IP was actually developed to become a series, uh, more live action series. It's my Star Wars, right? So okay. imagine if you get could get in the ground floor with the Star Wars. You create a Chewbacca, so you when, own that Chewbacca. When did, the, when did you even birth that whole concept in your mind and then decided to start pitching it around? What made, okay, let's go to the birth of the mm-hmm. idea and then you, your decision to say, okay, I want to pitch this. Well, the birth of the idea was I was still in NCSoft uh, in 2004 creating um, my graphic novels I wanted to do to, you know, to get this IP started a proof of concept through the comic books in 2004 and you know i got distracted with other jobs uh, and uh i didn't get to finish it but aside from my filipino folklore thing i'm, I'm developing creature chronicles was one of the ideas but the creature chronicle name uh we got that from you know uh throwing out ideas at dolphin when i finally got there but the inception of wanting my own star wars was that during that time um, because Star Wars is space cowboys. I wanted space samurais with space dragons. <laughs> yeah, so, yes. Yeah, so that's how that that kind of came into my mind and slowly developing stories. And it, it was like an anthology of space stories, mm-hmm. um, which is how I think we would do it now. Because Creature, the Trivians, the Trivian Nation is just one yeah, part of the Yeah, talk about that. What is an a Trivian, yo? What is that? <laughs> Well, the Trivians are these elder um, race of aliens that's been so advanced, you know, and they look like space dragons. Uh, they, okay. they might have even visited Earth and you think they're angels and maybe, oh, you, okay. right? So that's kind of like the storyline. Um, okay. And they're interdimensional beings that could, because you know how they say, you know, the UFOs might not be from our universe and they're traveling into different dimensions, yeah. You know? Could you imagine that, yo? <laughs> yeah, that would be. There's some books, some very interesting. So I wanted that sci-fi aspect, uh, bridging something that's kind of fun and adventure sci- sci-fi, which is like Star Wars into, and and, and something like uh, you know, Star Trek, and then kind of getting to the middle somewhere, you know. Um, so it's not it's so so. Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of like that in a way. <laughs> God, oof, oof, oof. Yeah. So. What's in the future for this whole universe within Dolphin? What what can fans expect and how can we get involved? Well, definitely um, check out the Twitter. Well, you can check out my Twitter. There's a link over there. But Creature Chronicles also has their own Twitter, and that's how we uh, kind of uh, give announcements on what's happening. And from there, come to the Discord, please, and that would I need you to give me the full channel so I could add that into the notes so people would go ahead and join in. So what type of events do you do on the Discord and how frequent are they? So uh, just I think it's just two weeks ago when we minted. So it was awesome because we fully minted, uh, sold out in about 90 minutes. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, 7,777 NFTs. What? Get the hell out of here! Yeah. Sold out that quickly, my God! I mean, of course, it's, it's AF man, Francisco, yeah. doing his thing, bro. Get it done, bro. So I'm glad with all the support, and I think they believe in you know where it's gonna go because it's not just about the art. You know, of course, I, I did, you know, 
it was fun doing the art and that's something for you to keep but that symbolized the beginning of this new like uh, universe that people could be part of um, and in the future the idea uh, that my goal is to have a uh, um, animated series that someday would also become Ooh. a live action series um, yeah are we getting toys and gear and even that, that, <laughs> yes toys and gear that's the goal um and and even doing other things like a uh, uh, webtoon comic gotcha. uh, or even just a regular graphic novel for another story so it's it really is like like a you know like marvel comics they have different titles within that so creature chronicles will have different titles underneath that um, awesome. that's why i'm looking for creators Hey, you Artists. hear this? They're looking for creators. And Snake says, drop some alpha, my boy. <laughs> so, yeah, what, you, okay, so where can they contact you if, if, if there's any creators, artists listening right now? And I could add that to the notes too, but if they wanted to get involved within the universe, where do they hit you? Well, the benefit of owning an NFT is you have uh, easy links to all of Dolphin and ah, to me. Nice. So, that's what the NFT was really. Um, uh, the the big benefit of that, so we could guide uh, your story. I could maybe even do some of the art, um, um, as well as you know, as well as uh, even doing some classes on how how to do your own NFTs. And then we'll have like supporting people from Dolphin because they're big PR. Cause they're like not one of like the third biggest, you know, um, in this in this industry and they'll have the right connections for you and even real life events like recently we had uh like the pickleball in in new york i guess <laughs> so you'll be i wish i could do that i didn't I, I didn't know about that that event uh well we're a pickleball event pickleball is getting hard man what's going on i gotta get into some pickleball i'm a handball player i'll bust your ass in handball <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man, they should have that too. Maybe a handball event. Man. Yeah, let's do a handball event. Let's go, man. You know we're gonna dominate. Cause let me tell you, the the best on the field when I was growing up was Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and Filipinos. Motherfucker, oh, wow. a rock in the handball course here in New York. You ain't fucking man. with us. That handball's <laughs> hard, man. I've seen people play that. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was man. fun, man. There was only one guy that I, that 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 I couldn't beat. And this guy, I don't know how, it's, he was standing in the middle of the court and he was ambidextrous. Oh, wow. So he That's really didn't nice. have to run much. He had the same power in both arms like you bastard. Wow. And me, yeah. I'm running through the court like I was Speedy Gonzalez and shit. <laughs> he was still beating me. I'm like, God damn, that's the only dude I ain't beat. Man. But because of that nice. ambidextrous people of my kryptonite, apparently. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's hard. I, I tried drawing my left hand, you know. Uh, just uh, in case my right yeah, hand dies. Yeah, I know, but you got to put that in practice back in the day with just your left. At least get that cut going. Get the cut. Get the yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the ball is it. so small. I don't know how you guys could catch it. It's just like, oh, yeah, man. it's a cut, man. Amazing. You got to it's, it's yeah, it's fun. I, I got to get yeah. back into. I, I, I could I could use the weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. right before we go, man, I always like to do two things. So first off, Anthony, I just want to say as a fan of pop culture as a whole and the movies and the stuff that you've worked on. I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much, bro, for sharing of yourself and putting your artistic ability out there for the world to see. I appreciate the hell out of it. Thank you so much, man. You've entertained me and put smiles on my face and not just mine, obviously, but millions across the world. So, you know, man, God bless, bro. Keep on the journey. Thank you so much. I appreciate yeah. it. 
Thank you for uh, having me too. It's great <laughs> now. I know you. We'll definitely hang out. Maybe I could visit uh, New York sometime. Yeah, oh, we go. We got some pizza yeah. and some beer. We'd be good, son. All right. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, last thing, you know, what type of advice would you leave anyone with that's also trying to step into the game in this day and age? Oh man, always be uh, open-minded, you know, to to new technology, and with your art uh, and writing, um, just also be very patient with yourself. Understand this: the process is ups and downs, and just keep your eye on your goal. Um, yeah, keep keep it positive. And I guess to even to add to that, one of the if you're in a rut and one of the in, in a toxic environment, really the best thing is to get out of that environment and, you know, gather your thoughts and try your best to change it, uh, even in a little way. If, if if you go out on lunch with your friends that complain too much and put you down, don't go out on lunch with them anymore. You exactly. know, slowly, like, wean it away, you know? You're right, man. It doesn't matter where the negativity comes from. If it's your family, your friends, whomever it is, yeah. if they're negative and they are a drain on your energy, cut them yeah. off. It's yeah. okay. And- yeah, and you could be friends with them. You yeah. just you don't have to be with them all the time. That's yeah. that's the trick there. Keep that energy mm-hmm. away. That's all. For me, I, I, for me, it's easy to cut off people. <laughs> yeah. I do, yes, I do, I, listen, yeah. if you're negative, I gotta do it. It's just, it's, yeah. it's not about you. It's about what yes, I want yeah. around in my life. And you know, I'm not and, dissing you. You know, you be negative all your life, and, and I still love you. But yeah. you can't be around me with that. Yes, Please, I don't want that. Especially guys that, oh man, there's some, sometimes you have a dream to be, you know, a director, producer, and, and, and we're all, we're all kind of like, let's say, uh, uh, already uh, successful, let's say, yeah. uh, but there's still the limiting beliefs that I, you know, that people think you can't do it. And if you listen to it too much, you, you also would believe you can't. And yeah. that's one thing I had to change. And you know, the moment I thought I want to be a creator, I want to sell my IP, I want to and everything in like two, three months, I started meeting the right people. Ooh. You know, that's it's called crazy. psychomagnetism, kiddo. When you want something and you're doing it for the good of the of the culture, yeah, man. Jim Steranko told me that psychomagnetism is real. People of a that's like nice. mind will always connect, man, that's and right, build. Man. All right. So with that, thank you so much, Anthony, for your time today. Now, this is what I need you guys to do that have been tuning and listening. Check out the website. Go to art afstudio Check out the stuff that you got going on there. I'm going to share the other links for Dolphin and all that. That way you can get involved in the NFTs and join the Discord. But fo- follow Anthony everywhere on social. You go to Twitter at art underscore AF underscore. Is that an L or an I? L, art right? underscore AF underscore. That's it. Just art AF, you know. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I put, folks, I confuse myself when I put a tag. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So Twitter is art underscore AF underscore Instagram is Anthony underscore Francisco underscore art. And on Facebook, Anthony Francisco art. Everything is below. Click away, join, say a comic crusade is mega sent you. Let him know how much you appreciate everything this man has done. I love to see me gente doing what they do and being the best at it. Like Wolverine, kiddo. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, true. Look yeah. at you. The best there is, right? And what I do, that's you. So salute. Saludos, mi amigo. So much. much love. And I with that, mi gente, you. you know what to do. Alto tells you what to do. But check out the rest of my awesome family, like at uh, Outside the Panels, the Venice Crusade, No Price Podcast, K-Pop, Cosmos. You know, if you like that K-Pop, K-pop music, 
Yeah, yeah your my friends. Kids, my yeah. kids like that. Oh really? My my homie Freya, wow, she be killing it, son, killing yeah. it. Okay, Pop Cosmos, if you love that, talking. To, they cover one yes, band man. every time they do a show. So I believe it was Wonder Girls is next. So you know, if you're into K-pop, you know she definitely will put you on a lower marky mark. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's what it is, folks. We do it all. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Coming to Say This podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 